We interrupt your regularly scheduled Arizona State Sun Devils football content to talk to you about a basketball team that is quietly 9-1 and and deserves your attention. Let's go ahead and hop into the conversation on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, all you crazy Sun Devil fans, and welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you all so much, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you're getting podcasts, including YouTube, if you want to check us out on a visual platform. But of course, wherever you're getting them, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36, and you can find the podcast while you're there as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's hop into today's conversation talking about the Sun Devils basketball team, which needs your entire attention right now because they are playing some damn good basketball. Arizona State, not known as a basketball school compared to the team down south is nine and one this year. Not only are they nine and one, they are two and L in conference play and they are first place in the Pac-12. That's right. First place, first place in the Pac-12 undefeated in conference play nine and one on the year could be a undefeated 10 and O team. If not for a very sloppy overtime loss against Texas Southern in the third game of the year. Nonetheless, this is this is a very, very good basketball team. And that's what we're here to talk about today is while all the madness has been going on with Arizona State Sun Devils football with Kenny Dillingham coming to town and all the transfers and all the recruits, which we'll be talking about on tomorrow's edition of the podcast. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. The basketball team is just quietly winning games with dominant defense and optimistic scoring. Now, the scoring is not anything that is blowing you out of the water. Arizona State is averaging 71.8 points per game, which, believe it or not, is like outside of the top 150 or something like that. But get this. Arizona State's defense is allowing 60-point-something points per game right now. And that is 30th in the, all of college basketball 30th 60.1 points per game 30th there are hundreds of basketball teams in the entire NCAA hundreds you are 30th in points per game that is absurd to me that is absolutely absurd that your defense has been that good And not only that, but check this out. Arizona State is fifth in field goal percentage, allowing just 34.559% of shots to be made on them. Additionally, their three-point defense is, I got to double check, sixth with 24.4%. You can't shoot on this team. 
the only reason that some of these games have been close, honestly, sometimes it feels like luck. An example, I guess, against SMU on Wednesday night, SMU, one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league, was actually able to have pretty decent success shooting deep. If I remember correctly, and by remember correctly, I mean I'm looking it up, they were shooting 37.5% from deep. Considering Arizona State is allowing just 24.4%, and prior to that, SMU was not a good deep shooting team, that is that, that feels more like luck than anything else, but no offense to the SMU guys. These guys are just playing super smart assignment basketball right now. And it needs to be talked about. This is basically a brand new team. Keep that in mind. Compared to last year, Marion Jackson is gone. Uh, Kamani Lawrence is gone. You had several guys enter the transfer portal. Uh, Jalen Graham was one of those guys who's no longer with the team. Marcus Bagley has only played two games this year. But that's a whole other situation that you guys should catch up on. This is a brand new team from last year's team. DJ Horn is starting Luther Muhammad and uh, Alonzo Gaffney have large roles on the team. And then it's transfers and young guys that are stepping up and making plays. Frankie Collins being one of the most important additions that college basketball has seen this year, transferring from Michigan, becoming the guy who runs the court for Arizona state and not only a good shooter, but equally a good defender for the team. The Cambridge brothers, Devin and Desmond, have also been very important, very good players for you. Warren Washington, the big seven-foot tall forward for you, who's the closest thing to a center you have on the roster outside of Enoch Bache. He has been terrific defensively. This team is just not allowing anyone else an opportunity to put up points on them. They've been terrific in every facet that you can ask for defensively. These, Like I said, they're playing assignment basketball right now. Everyone understands where they need to be, when they need to be there, and what they need to do. There are so few times when you're watching them play for 40 minutes that guys are getting wide open and that there's clear direct lanes to the hoop. No, 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 no. Everyone knows where they need to be, when they need to be there. They also understand all the little nuances of being a a brand new team that plays together. You would think these guys have been together for at least a year, if not more than that, or that they've even grown up playing youth basketball together. The chemistry is so real with these guys. Everyone understands. It's insane to think that you have four transfers that are starting for you right now. That's nuts. That is truly insane. And we're going to talk more about that in just a moment here. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to talk to you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Definitely check out LinkedIn Jobs. This is the absolute best place 
to build your team. You can get your job posted in minutes. Once you do that, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And there's never been a more important time to have the best team available than the end of the year. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions will apply. Make sure if you guys have not yet already to check out the locked on sports today podcast from the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only locked on can provide locked on sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation now, looking at individual efforts. There, they like like I said, it, it it truly starts with these these transfers. Four guys, four main, mainly these four guys, come to this program and immediately make a massive massive difference for the team. And it starts with Frankie Collins. Collins coming from Michigan. Michigan, who was in the championship a few years ago and is routinely one of the best teams in college basketball, couldn't find Frankie Collins a spot on their court. So Arizona State is able to bring him in, and now he runs it for Arizona State. He's the play caller. He's the quarterback for Arizona State's basketball team. The dude is electric. He does everything for you. He's your leading point scorer right now with 12.6 points per game. He plays the most minutes, 29.6 points per game. He's averaging 4.8 rebounds a game. He's averaging five assists a game, which is two more than second place, which is DJ Horn. He's averaging a steal and a half a game, 1.6. He's shooting well. He's a 41.6% shooter, 33.3% from deep. 72.5% from the line. He's doing everything for you. This has got to be the most important player for Sun Devils basketball right now because he's so, he's just so dynamic on the court. He does everything. He's a great defender. Dude is sticky. He looks like if Darrell Rivas played basketball, just sticky coverage on whoever he's guarding. He does not give up a lot of opportunities. I'd listen to an argument. He's the best defender on the team. And he he steals the ball and he's able to create turnovers. He's just remarkable in everything he does. And he scores points too. You can't complain about that. Warren Washington, the next transfer I want to talk about. Like I said, he is the closest thing to a center on the roster outside of Enoch Bache, who was actually listed as a center. But Washington, big physical freak seven feet tall 225 pounds he glides across the court against smu on wednesday night he slammed it down three times he can score he's averaging about eight points a game nothing that's going to blow you out of the water but nonetheless i will take that on every day that ends in y when it comes to having a big guy like him scoring points 7.9 points per game but an outstanding seven rebounds per game 
for Warren Washington, which again, leads the team by almost two. Devin Cambridge being the next closest at 5.2 rebounds per game. Warren Washington is just big physical guy. Sometimes it gets him in a little bit of trouble. He's fouled out this year, but he nonetheless is still just so important to what you have been able to accomplish defensively. And then of course, we got to talk about the Cambridge brothers, Desmond from Nevada and Devin from Auburn. Devin has been the more electric of the two. When we talked to friend of the podcast, Zach Blackerby earlier in the year about Devin's transfer, he mentioned that Devin is one of those guys who's going to have some sports center highlights and lowlights. It's been a lot more highlights than anything else this year for him. And he has just looked like such a, I, I, I know I've said dynamic plenty of times, but that's what he is. He does a little bit of everything for you. He's actually leading the team right now in steals. Or that's Desmond, excuse me. I'm talking about uh, Devin. Devin is a really good rebounder, 5.2 per game. He's scoring points too, though. He's fourth on the team with 10.7 points per game. He is averaging, uh, I thought he was averaging more blocks per game. He is. He's averaging one block a game. And if you go back to the beginning of the season, he was one of those guys who was just knocking balls out of the air. He's really good defensively, as is his brother, Desmond, who is, again, leading the team in steals. He's averaging almost two steals a game. He's scoring points, too, 9.8 points per game, almost three rebounds a game. He's shooting uh, 37% from the field, but he's your... He's one of your top free throw shooters. He's 78.6% from the line. The two brothers have been so important for you. And they're getting a lot of time on the court together at the same time. And you're reaping the benefits of it. Those four transfers have been massive. But equally important has been the development of DJ Horn from year one to year two. He is your third leading scorer per game. If you include Marcus Bagley, who's only played two games, if you don't, which you shouldn't, he is second on the team with 11.9 points per game. He's got 4.9 rebounds per game, 3.1 assists and 0.8 steals. He's also shooting 36.7% from the field. He's really starting to come into his own lately too. Uh, DJ Horn is definitely one of those guys when he's hot, he's hot when he's not, he's not. And more often than not this season, he has definitely been one of the more reliable players for you. And his ascension to the next level has been terrific. He can continue to get better too. That's the most exciting thing about uh, DJ Horn is that I believe he can get better. And then you have terrific performances from bench guys. You know, uh, Enoch Bache doesn't get on the court a lot. He's averaging 3.7 minutes a game, but he's fun and exciting when he gets out there. Austin Nunez, total difference maker. Might be your best six man. Terrific shooter, especially from deep where he's averaging, if I can read, uh, he's a 33.3% shooter from deep. Pretty exciting stuff. You've also got guys like Luther Muhammad and Alonzo Gaffney, some seniors on the team who, even though they aren't starting, are playing incredibly important roles for the team. Uh, I know for Alonzo Gaffney, he's shooting 77.8% uh, 
as a free throw shooter and 30.8% as a three point shooter. Loser Muhammad is leading your team in free in free throw percentage at 89.5%. You're getting great performances from top to bottom on this team. Jemaya Neal, another guy who's been a really, really good guy off the bench for you. Everyone is stepping up and making plays for the team. It's not just one guy. And that's probably been the biggest key to success for the Sun Devils this year is having so many different guys be able to step up for you. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this conversation in just a moment. Before we get that far, though, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. And one more time before we wrap this bad boy up, if you have not checked out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, make that your second listen of the day. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you're getting your podcasts. This is probably the biggest factor I want to talk about. There was a lot on the line this year for Arizona State basketball. Bobby Hurley, in his eighth year, had made the bracket twice. Actually made the tournament once. That's not great. There have been signs of a very talented team before. They've been ranked before. But they haven't put together a complete season. We're not saying that it's national championship robust here in Arizona State. But we should be able to make the bracket every year. And we should be able to win games in the bracket. That's the expectations. We want to be competitive. It felt like this was a make or break year for Bobby Hurley. It was, you get to the bracket, you get to the tournament, or you're out. It's as simple as that. You're looking pretty good right now. Through 10 games, a third of the season, you're nine and one. You're first place in the Pac-12. You have one of the best defenses in the entire country, let alone probably the best defense that Bobby Hurley has had in his tenure at Arizona State. You're also scoring points, and you're doing it in all sorts of different ways. They're an optimistic team shooting deep with some of their snipers like Austin Nunez, but they're also just really, really good in the paint. They're doing all the little things right. It's adding up to wins. You could be 10-0 right now, if not for that sloppy overtime game against Texas Southern. Nonetheless, you're 9-1, 2-0 in conference. First place in the Pac-12. I would tell you he's probably exceeding expectations. He is certainly saving his job. And more than anything, he's making Arizona State Sun Devils basketball fun to watch. I actually look forward to these games coming on. Last year, I'm not going to lie. There were times it felt like a chore to watch Arizona State Sun Devils basketball. This year, 
I look forward to when these games come on. That's not something that Sun Devil fans are used to. We're not a basketball school like like University of Arizona is. Call a spade a spade, as a famous Richie Bradshaw has said on this podcast many times. We're not a basketball school. This year, we certainly look like one. We look like a team that's determined. We look like a team that is playing for something. Something of value, something that matters. It feels like we haven't had that out of Arizona State Sun Devils basketball in a long time. But yet here they are. These guys are playing like they have something to lose. They truly care. There's passion on the court. They're having fun while they do it too. It's business, but they're having fun. And when they're winning, the the fans are buying in. So I'm here to tell you guys, go to these games. Go to these games. It's a great environment. Quite frankly, even when it's not a good basketball team, those games at Desert Financial Arena are fun to go to. The curtain of distraction, terrific. So much fun. The atmosphere is great. It can get loud there too. A lot louder than people realize. This this is a great looking year so far. I highly encourage you, if you're a student, to go to these games. For free, by the way. You don't got to pay if you're a student. I encourage the longtime fans, go support this team. We haven't had this much excitement, this much promise from a Bobby Hurley basketball team in a long time. Not since they beat Kansas in back-to-back years. This is truly, truly a great team that deserves your attention. It deserves your time and investment. And it certainly deserves your cheers. There's a lot to be excited about at Arizona State right now. The football program is getting all sorts of transfers from kids that played high school high school football in the Valley. It's Kenny Dillingham. The baseball team is hopefully going to rebound with uh, Willie Boom, Bloomquist in the second year. Hockey's been good. Wrestling has been good. There is a lot of great things going on with Arizona State right now. But perhaps nothing has been better than the basketball team. So I cannot encourage you guys enough. Go get invested in this basketball team. Because this is truly a special team. Go get invested. Go watch these games. Go to these games. Go support the team. This is a good basketball team. They deserve your respect. And once they start getting your respect, they're going to get the nation's respect. They're not ranked yet. You better believe they're going to be ranked next week. There's no reason they shouldn't be ranked. That's the start of what's to come. Monday night. At home, they play Creighton. Make sure you're at that game. Be at that game. I will be at that game. Whether that's as a fan or as a media member, I will be at that game. You guys need to be there too. Let's wrap this bad boy up. That's everything I got for you on this edition of the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. Don't worry. I will be covering all of the transfer portal news that's been going on with Arizona State Sun Levels football on tomorrow's podcast. So make sure that wherever you're getting your podcasts, you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update as soon as the episode drops. Until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun